I'm Kyle Rice, awful test taker turned physical therapist and standardized test coach for over 5,000 physical therapists worldwide. It wasn't that long ago that I struggled with anxiety, lack of confidence, and the fear of failing the NPTE. Fast forward through the challenges, the 13 standardized test failures, and many lessons learned, and you'll see the life I have today. A life filled with love, financial freedom, and a dream job that allows me to change lives every single day. I created the NPTE Clinical Files podcast to give you simple, actionable strategies along with a step-by-step walkthrough of NPTE-based questions. All of this so that you can dominate your exam like I did and achieve your dream. So if you're a driven PT student who's looking to pass the NPTE and start creating a life you love, you're in the right place. Enjoy the show. For this week's clinical file, we have Tommy, and Tommy is a 26-year-old volleyball player, has complaints of pain and difficulty flexing his right thumb based upon the normal Arthur kinematics, which of the following should the therapist induce to resolve this hypomobility? So we have A, ulnar roll and glide of the first metacarpal, B, radial roll and glide of the first metacarpal, C, radial roll and ulnar glide of the trapezium, and then D is ulnar roll and radial glide of the trapezium. All right, cool. So for those of you listening right now, you're on the podcast or you're here live with me right now, think about this for a second. What type of question is this? All day mechanics, right? And the thumb is one of those areas where you got to understand the mechanics really well. There's a little, some tricky stuff in here. And so we'll talk about that today. So let's start off at the top. It says Tommy is a 26-year-old volleyball player. Pretty straightforward there. And Tommy has complaints of pain and difficulty flexing his right thumb. Let's go ahead and stop there. They have, the patient has complaints of pain, which is pretty nonspecific, not really helped me out too much, but difficulty flexing his right thumb is important. Why is that important? Well, here's the first thing. The thumb is a very complicated joint. And when I say the thumb joint, I'm talking about this thing called the carpometacarpal joint. The first carpometacarpal joint. It's very complicated. Why? Because it is known as a saddle joint. How many of y'all remember from Kinesis class, we were talking about basic biomechanics, we were talking about roll and glide, Arthur kinematics, that sort of deal. You remember that? Well, do you remember how um, concave on convex, like a bone that's concave on a convex bone is going to move in the same direction? Like the roll and glide is going to move in the same direction. Let me put that down and I'll say it again. If we have a concave bone moving on a convex bone, Roll and glide are going to be in the same direction. All right. And I'm just going ahead and putting that down here in my notes. All right. You could do the same. But when we have a bone that is convex moving on a concave surface, then it will go in opposite directions. Roll and glide will go in opposite directions. So I'm just going to put oppo and then direction, okay, opposite direction. Cool, so with that knowledge right there, I, I, I'm starting to understand this a little bit. All right, so we got the first carpometacarpal joint or the thumb, right? And we know that it's a saddle joint, meaning that in one direction, it's concave on convex, and in the other direction, 
it's convex on concave. Do you see how that could be very tricky? Okay, so I want to help you to break that down so we know exactly what's happening here. So it says difficulty flexing. It gives you the osteokinematic motion, which is flexion. Difficulty flexing his right thumb. Well, right now, whether you're on the podcast or live here with me right now, I want you to do flexion of your thumb. And if you don't know what that that is, definitely visit me on YouTube or go online or go in your kinesiology textbook and look at what thumb flexion is. It's not flexion and abduction together. We call that more opposition. No, no, no. Flexion is where, when we're bringing the thumb really across the palm towards the pinky, but we're trying to bring it very close to the palm. I mean, you're not pulling the thumb away from the palm. You're bringing it very close. And again, you may need to look at this uh, you know, visually on YouTube or go in your textbook and look at what thumb flexion is and do it for yourself. Thumb extension is just going to be in the opposite direction. Now, can I give you uh, a saying that I use to always remember this? Well, flexion extension is the motions that we're talking about right now, okay? And so the way that I always remember it is extension, flexion, same direction. Let me say it again. Extension, flexion, same direction. Extension, flexion, same direction. Okay. That's how I always remember that when we're doing flexion or extension, it's always going to be moving in the same direction. What's What do you mean it's going to be moving? I'm talking about roll and glide are going to be moving in the same direction. All right. Now, if I do abduction and a deduction of the thumb, well, guess what? That's going to be moving in the opposite direction. So can we go over that again? extension flexion same direction what does that mean if i move into flexion that means the roll and the glide are going to go into the same direction if i go into extension the roll and glide are going to go into the same direction there we go now as i continue down the question it says based on the normal arthur kinematics which of the following should the physical therapist induce to resolve this hypermobility? Like what type of mobilization should I perform or what direction should I be going into in order to improve this patient's thumb flexion? That's really what the question's asking. So for those of you on the podcast, let me go through the answer choices again. We have A, ulnar roll and glide of the first metacarpal, B, radial roll and glide of the first metacarpal c radial roll and owner glide of the trapezium and d is owner roll and radial glide of the trapezium okay so let's take number one it says owner roll or i should say a owner roll and owner glide of the first metacarpal is that true we know the first metacarpal is the thumb, right? And so do we do an ulnar roll and an ulnar glide to get flexion? Well, if you take your hand right now and you put it out in front of your face and you do flexion, which direction is your thumb rolling towards? Which direction is your thumb going towards? You should say, well, Coach K, it's going over towards my pinky. It's going over to the medial side of my hand. Would you say it's going over towards your ulna as well or the ulnar side of your hand? Yeah. So we call that an ulnar roll. We also can call it a medial roll. Same thing. 
So I like A right now for the first part of it. The owner role makes sense. But then it says owner role and owner glide of the first metacarpal. Does it do a owner role and an owner glide? The answer to that is absolutely. Why? Well, think back. We said extension, flexion, what? Same direction. Okay. Extension, flexion, same direction. That means roll and glide go in the same direction. So if I do an owner roll, I must do an owner glide in order to get flexion. There we go. So I love A. A says it correctly. Again, those of you on the podcast, A says owner roll, owner glide of the first metacarpal. It makes sense. Let's go to B. Radial roll and radial glide of the first metacarpal. And so I'm like, okay, radial roll. So which motion is radial roll? So if I roll my thumb back out towards the radius now, what motion is that? It's extension. All right. And so if I wanted to improve somebody's extension of their thumb, then I would do a radial roll and a radial glide. Why? Because extension flexion is in the same direction. So your roll and glide would need to be in the same direction. B is not the right answer because B would help a person with extension of the thumb, not flexion of the thumb. All right, let's go to C. C says radial roll and ulnar glide of the trapezium. Now, when you're mobilizing a patient, when you have a hypomobility, do you typically grab the most proximal part and mobilize it? Or do you grab the distal part of the extremity and mobilize it? You grab the most distal part. All right. And that's how we tend to do our mobilizations. If we look at C, it's saying radial roll and owner glide of the trapezium. Not correct. Why? Because we would be moving the metacarpal on the trapezium, not the trapezium on the metacarpal. So I don't like C. And since D says owner roll and radial glide of the trapezium, I don't like D either. Why? Because I would need to move the metacarpal on the trapezium, not the trapezium on the metacarpal. Now, here's one other reason why I do like do not like C and D as answer choices. Because when you look at them, it says radial roll and ulnar glide of the trapezium. That's C. And D says ulnar roll and radial glide of the trapezium. Is there anything that sticks out to you right now? Do you notice how the roll and the glide are in opposite directions of each other? It says radial roll and ulnar glide. So those are opposite. Didn't we say extension flexion is in the same direction? Right? So the roll and the glide, in order for us to really do this appropriately, it would need to be the same. Roll and glide would need to be the same. And therefore, C and D are out because of that reason as well. Leaving us with our final answer of A, how do we improve thumb flexion at the CMC joint? We do ulnar roll and ulnar glide of the first metacarpal on the trapezium. To those of you who got this question correct, congratulations. I know it was a lot of just biomechanics 
stuff going on right now. For a lot of you who are just listening to it from an auditory standpoint, you're probably going to need to definitely hit up YouTube, definitely hit up your, your textbooks and take a look at this so that you can ingrain this. A topic. One thing that I will say as I see people go through biomechanical questions, one of the major mistakes they make is that they continuously just try to just either listen to it or just take one example and move on. No, this is something that you got to see visually. You got to do it with your own thumb. You have to try to get as many repetitions in on this concept as possible in order to dominate this concept. Got it? So I'll repeat it again for those of you on the podcast. That saying I always use is extension flexion, same direction. What am I saying? That anytime I need to do flexion of the thumb or extension of the thumb, rolling glide are always going to be in the same direction. So if I flex a thumb, that's an ulnar roll, ulnar glide. If I extend the thumb, that is going to be a radial roll, a radial glide. You may be asking, well, hold on a minute. What about abduction and adduction? You mentioned that before. Well, abduction and adduction of the thumb is going to move in an opposite direction. Why? Because that's now going to be convex on concave. So if I do abduction of the thumb, that's actually going to be a volar roll and a dorsal glide. And if I do a deduction of the thumb, that is going to be a dorsal roll and volar, volar glide, all right? And so you could definitely put that down in your notes. Make sure you go over it several times to make sure you ingrain it. Uh, any questions, definitely hit me up. You can write me on my Facebook Messenger. Check us out on YouTube. I'd be more than happy to help you out with it. But for those of you on the podcast, if you need an extra little bit of information to help you just retain this information. What I did is I put it down in a cheat sheet for you that you could just glance at every now and then to make sure that you retain the information. Sounds good. So go into the show notes, click the link in there and you can freaking get it. Hi, this is Kyle and thanks for downloading the podcast. I always enjoy spending this time with you and I hope that you leave today feeling motivated and with a better understanding. Make sure to subscribe to get new mock NPTE questions each week. I deeply appreciate your support. It helps keep this mission going. And as I always say, keep learning, stay committed. I'll see you next time.